Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing gun control once again, because it is a very uh, heated topic right now uh, in our society. And it's actually very important to us, actually. Um, yeah, um, exactly. I know I just said actually twice. I do say actually a lot. On okay, this show. I, I'm going to cut that out right now. Why? She's <sighs> talking too much. <laughs> but before we get to that, we have some, some uh, station business to attend to. Um, on our next Vintage Basement with Max and Nikki comedy and a little music show will be on March 19th, Monday, March 19th, 2018. We got a great lineup in store. 9 p.m. at Under St. Mark's Theater in the East Village of New York. Um, city. Well, there's. I don't think there's any other East Village. New York city. In, in New York State, but in any event, New York City, Manhattan to be exact. Um we got a great lineup in store. We've got on the bill, Louis Katz, uh, Emmy Blotnick, Emmy Blotnick, Michael Costa, Michael Costa, and Andy Haynes, and, Andy Haynes, and special, special guest, guest comic, Nikon, Nikon Hamati. Uh, it's going to be a great show that will likely sell out. So make sure you get your tickets in advance. I don't know why you say likely sell Max out. It will Nikki. sell out. And at uh, maxandnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Or if you want to be more precise, maxandnicky.com slash vintage-basement. But if you just go to maxandnicky.com, you'll find the appropriate link- links. All right, let's 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 talk about guns again. I mean, we, we had an episode before about gun control, but it is more relevant than ever before right now. Um, and I think there's something different uh, about about it right now. Uh, this mass shooting that recently happened in Florida is different from then any other in that students are really getting involved right now, and I think it's very important. Um, so let's talk about that, Max. You know, we talked about gun control last week, but, you know, as more news is coming out and more uh, right-wingers are, and NRA members are defending uh, gun ownership, it, to me, I, I, it just raises a lot more uh, questions in my mind about the whole idea of uh, why why are... Uh, Second, Amend- Second Amendment uh, supporters so steadfast on, for one, not allowing for, not compromising at all on the issue. Um, there's a lot of NRA members that just won't compromise on the issue at all. Um, and so there's that, and I want to go into that bit more, Max. Uh, there's something you said before that was kind of, and I listened to Whoopi Goldberg. She also said something in regards to that issue. But um, the to me, supporting the Second Amend- Amendment is like supporting slavery, I would say. Um, people say there's gun control culture in America, and they don't want to lose that gun culture. Well, I wouldn't say it's like supporting slavery, Nikki. That's a bit drastic. I mean, you know, and I, a lot of people— I, would- I don't think so. I think guns— basically, guns, they kill people, you know? and that I know, is but it, it's— I think a lot of people would take issue with what you with saying that. I think it's a different kind of issue, but it's it a is different a kind of issue, issue. But in, in the sense, I think what you're saying is, it, it, it Max. In, when I'm let me finish okay. what I'm going to say. I was going to justify what I was going to say. It's like support. It's like somebody supporting slavery. You in know, the back, sense back a hundred years ago, in the sense that, uh, it's an antiquated uh, tradition and antiquated part of the culture in America that I think will inevitably fall out of favor with the American public and eventually it will become illegal, um, like slavery. Um, and, you know, for a long time, people were supporting slavery because it was a part of their the quote-unquote tradition in America. And uh, even very recently, people were supporting uh you know, Confederate, you know, symbols of the Confederacy, flags and and monuments uh, associated with Confederate soldiers and Confederate uh, leaders. Which is essentially symbols of slavery. Which is essentially symbols of slavery. Uh, Slowly but surely, we're getting rid of those symbols because uh, we don't need those reminders about a time where 
the country was at well, it's war not, with it. War, it's, was at war with it's itself. Not a, and, it's not that we don't need reminders. It's that we don't need erected symbols that are somewhat somehow honoring, exalting those, exalting those, those memories, uh, basically exalting those who caused. Uh, Caused strife and grief in our society. Yeah, I mean, exactly. essentially, and it caused our 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 country to be at war with itself. Right. Um, but and so we're not, we don't need to memorialize those things. Right. Exactly. And so, um, supporting the Second Amendment or supporting gun ownership, in my opinion, is is like that in the sense that, um, a lot of people don't agree with having gun ownership, especially semi-automatic and automatic weapons. And so for the small percentage of people who do support the ownership of these uh, dangerous weapons, it's like they're supporting something that is uh, is offensive in the sense that it kills people. You know, it it's it's not right. And I think it will become a legal event eventually. I think supporting the the Second Amendment is is regressive. It's it's the opposite of progressive, and it is inevitable that it will. I think. It, I think, much it, like a lot much, of much issues it, in our, 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 our the conservative constituency, uh, which are not they don't like change. They don't like progress, and that's what kind of holds. Our country back. I, I mean, and, look. And, I, I don't want to be. I mean, I so try not to be. Some some Republicans would have issue with what you just said, Max. In the sense that, what 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 defines progress? But I do think that hanging on to these antiquated traditions is the opposite of progress. And we can't grow as a nation and unite as a nation if if some of us are. Well, are I willing to I progress? Uh, and by the way, I didn't are, say Republican. I said conservative constituency. No, I know, but conservative, it, it, that's still, well, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, whatever. It, you know, what defines well, progress. But, they're conservative in that they don't, they, they, they don't like, they're not they open-minded like change. to change. That's yeah, what no, I mean. That's true. They're right about that. Um, but, but here's also the, what I, I mean is... Hang on to these antiquated uh, uh, gun laws, even though the Second Amendment, it was supposed, you know... The idea of the Second Amendment, anyways, is taken so is misinterpreted, in my opinion, in that it was created for when the country, when there is war on our home front, um, and that's when and people think- are supposed to be allowed to take up arms. But and people are misusing that those words in the Second Amendment to mean that they should be able to own guns whenever they want or use guns whenever they want. Right. And also, right. Um, I think because it's for a militia, a militia is basically a group of civilians that, uh, can take up arms to help fight, you know, to whatever, organize, you know, somewhat of a, a, a like, group of people group to be able to army, fight a off, small army, fight off an opponent, you know, that might be but, on our soil or also, you know, one could argue too, that it, it also, it uh, that people need to be able to take up arms in order to, in case the government should become, you know, uh, sort of totalitarian, and we need to be able to fight against our own government, and that this provides us with the power to be able to do that. However, oh, okay, the Matt- argument against that, by the way, is that look, the government's got a ton of weapons that can, you know, easily. You okay, know, okay. Just because you have okay. these assault, but you know, my, these right, okay. even just assault rifles, okay. you, you got okay. these government okay. got okay. like okay. nuclear okay. weapons okay. and whatnot. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well I just want to make really diverting from the, the okay, topic. But I just want to no, say, I just, just want to say, say, just because. Say, let me just say one oh, thing. I'm gonna lose my train no, of thought. Something that would no, be said. No, I'm gonna lose my train of thought. And then I agree on. I can't remember what I was gonna say. I'm gonna lose my train of thought. You always say that. Let me just say it. No, let me just say, just because. You enjoy something. No, I want. I wanted to get to that. Can you not say that first? Right, because right. I was gonna. That's something. A point I really wanted to highlight. But you're making it so we're not gonna highlight it. We'll get to that point in a second. Um, I just wanted to continue on with the misrepresentation uh, and misinterpretation of the Second Amendment, which is um, the four. Our forefathers, I don't think, anticipated guns being able to be so powerful and being able to shoot off so many rounds per minute uh, as these semi-automatic and automatic weapons do. Um, if if they did, you know, conceive of that notion back then, then I think 
that law, that amendment would have, you know, Amen- been amended, 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 amended itself, you know, or, you know, it, there would have been some stipulations on that amend- amendment to begin with. Um, now, I, so yeah, basically, well, my that's point, you interpreting that too, Al. So that's true. It's it. me interpreting that too. But because it, it is, if you look at the writing of that amendment, it is kind of vague. It, it's very weirdly written, actually. It, it's, it's, it's written in a language that is not how one would speak today, actually. Um, so it's it's a weird the way it's written. But I will also say that... Also, the idea of a militia also is pretty... It's kind of an older concept right. in a way. But I do think, ultimately, that guns will be outlawed in this country. And I do think all guns will be. And so I do think that, in a way, it is like, you know, people who support just gun ownership in this country, it's like as if they were supporting something as antiquated as supporting slavery. Because, uh, you know, eventually it'll become illegal, as slavery did. And um, I hope that our country doesn't have to go at war with itself uh, for the right of, uh, over the rights of gun ownership, um, which is essentially what started the Civil War concerning slavery. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and I, I just uh, I really disagree with all gun ownership. I know that's kind of pretty radical for most people to swallow, but I actually don't think guns, any guns, should be uh, legal in this country, um, especially semi-automatic, automatic weapons. There's just no point in it at all. There's no point in those weapons. I it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, anyway. Uh, Oh, yeah. There's also something I wanted to point out that Marco Rubio... So there was a town hall meeting with uh, some of the survivors of the Florida shooting in the, the school and uh, and their parents and people and uh, people related to the... and friends and family. And Marco Rubio was at this town hall meeting and somebody questioned him with saying, like, are you... Can you tell me that you will not accept donations from the NRA? And Marco Rubio could not admit that because... He said, hey, people buy into my agenda. I don't buy into theirs. Um, but him saying that, uh, he's, saying, he's saying essentially that the NRA doesn't have an influence over his agenda um, and they can donate to him if they want to. But my problem with what he just said there is that he's okay with anybody. He's okay with accepting donations from any group. Uh, and there's a problem with that. I mean... Is he going to willingly accept donations from the KKK, even if, like, if they buy into his agenda and if they uh, believe in most of what he stands for, is he going to accept donations from the KKK then, even though they're, you know, a notoriously racist group? Uh, I don't think he would. And so that that's what makes his statement that he, he you know, said in, at, at that town hall meeting, pretty faulty, actually. And so I think to accept donations, you know, unabashedly, am I using that correctly? Uh, if he's to accept donations from the NRA, he's willing to accept that even if he disagrees with some things that the NRA stands for, he's still willing to accept donations from them. That's kind of hard to swallow, I think. And that's really shows a lack of integrity on the on the part of Marco Rubio. Well, I just wanted to uh, rectify something I said before. Uh, uh, militias do exist still today. Uh, I suppose that there's state militias. National Guard is considered a, mil- mil- a militia, actually. Um, there's fe- federally recognized militias, and there's also state militias, too. Um, but I guess... You know, it just, yeah, kind of, it's basically a group of people that are not active in the military that can be called upon in times of need. The Um, Army Reserve. uh, Stuff, well, National Guards basically like that, you know. But anyway, you wanted to say, uh, Army Reserve, is that too a thing? Sure, I guess. I mean, it is, the Reserve is a thing, but. uh, Yeah, you see commercials for that all the time. Um, I know, but is that that considered a militia, though? Well, I don't know. It, It is like a group of people who don't serve usually, uh, on the military unless they called forth by the government to do so in times of need or crisis. Um, but, you know, related to what Max wanted to say, which is a point I wanted to highlight, was that, you know, Whoopi Goldberg actually talked about this a little bit because Whoopi Goldberg, 
even admits that she's a gun owner, but she said that... Uh, well, uh, actually, I think militias usually... Well, the way it's saying here, I mean, according to Wikipedia, is the National Guard is considered a state militia, but it's also recognized as a milita- uh, federal military reserve. So I guess when you say Army Reserve, I think that's something... I mean, I, I'm not quite sure exactly the terminology here. All right, it's not that uh, important. But I think the reserve is referred to something that is more federal as opposed to a militia, which is sort of more of a community thing and usually a state kind of thing. I think, I, I don't know, somebody out there in la-la land, you can the correct me. The point is gun culture is, is pretty stupid, actually. It, to have a culture surrounding guns is... is it, it shows a lack of... Um, you know, civility, civility, but it, it shows a lack of, um, yes, yes, uh, yes. I'm, I'm trying to think of the right words to use. It, it shows <sighs> a lack of, uh, interest in anything else in the world. Like it shows a, a lack of, uh, yes. I'm, what I'm are you trying, trying to, to say? See, uh, it shows a lack of sophistication, if you will, in my opinion, actually. Well, I mean, what do you mean? In the sense that, in, an interest in guns. I mean, I, I guess you could be interested in other things besides guns, but to ha- for there to be a gun culture, that must mean that people are so interested in that subject that they would create a culture to surround it, like that there would be enough interest in in it. That I just think there's way more important things to be interested in than guns, you know. And the fact that people are so uh, steadfast on wanting to have the right to carry a gun. Yeah, but Nikki, so there's a lot of cultures that are not significant. You know, like there's playing card, like there's t- Texas Hold'em culture. No, there's I, like culture around gambling. I know, you know? I know, I know. There's but, culture around and a I, lot of other things. You no, know? I mean, you're right, you're right. But I, I just do think that showing enough interest in in guns and. And usually people, it's somewhat people, of a, people describe gun culture as people who not are who are not owning guns for protection, but using it as sport. And when I, I think when you regularly use guns for sport, I think that's for me at least shows a lack of sophistication on on a person's part. Well, know? I don't know I if I so, agree with that particularly. I think there's maybe a lot of sophisticated people that maybe are into gun culture as well. But I know, but it, I show I think it shows a lack of sophistication in general. Like, I think as you if, could still be, as if you need that anyway. Can I you talked sorry, so, so long on. just now. Yeah, that's because you were looking up something. I was giving you an opportunity you, to talk. You weren't you weren't you weren't talking. Did you say something about Whoopi Goldberg? I, I was and you you, did you already said it though, right? No, I didn't. Oh well anyway, uh something that Whoopi Goldberg said which basically she she reset basically she wasn't using my words. She doesn't know who I am, but she paraphrased. She what paraphrased Max's- what I was thinking. Um, well, no, she wasn't paraphrasing because that would require her to have taken something somebody said before. Okay, she said it. She said something uh, that I was thinking. Um, God, I know there's a better word, but I just can't think of it right now for some reason. Um, which was that um, if you're doing something and just because you're getting enjoyment out of it and you're liking it. If it's causing harm and problems for another person, then it's selfish of you to want to continue that thing that you like because you're really, I mean, it's selfish. And you yes, think you, can, about- you, can, you can maybe argue, look, maybe I'm in touch with my selfish side and I don't care about other people. But if it's causing problems for other people, like death, then you should reconsider, reconsider compromise co- you should reconsider whether or not that it's that thing is that important to you you know that, and that's the whole idea of this gun culture is it is it so important to people that they're willing to sacrifice other people's lives to hang on to this tradition that's that's my biggest problem with it right you know? i mean it's like smoking a lot of people enjoy smoking um but we got rid of people being able to smoke on planes and inside any public building or any and and restaurants, and uh, because it's causing other people harm, you know, and people don't other it's you're infringing on other people's rights to to not have to that, live healthy to live healthy, you know, and and that's a problem, you know, um, and, and so 
that's not fair. So basically, just as long as you're, it, it's good for you, uh, and this is what I, I have a big problem with a lot of the Republican Party is they just, it really is about them thinking about themselves and not about others. I feel you like know? the Republican Party at its core is based on a foundation of selfishness. Right. Uh, essentially. I know that any Republican listeners uh, listening to this episode will not agree with that. They might strongly disagree with that. Um, but to me and Max and it, at its core, that's what it seems like uh, in so many words. I mean, I know you wouldn't use the word selfishness, but uh, you would use some kind of euphemism. But what a Republican might say, say oh, it's, it's, we're, we're trying to promote individuality. Or pr- we're trying to promote um, America is the land of the free and you can do what you want to do. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a place where you can be... S- you can lead your best life. It, you're given the opportunity to lead your best life here. And um, they do it at, no, at, at the cost of others suffering, you know? Well, in any event... Uh, and that's the problem. Another thing, though, well, I mentioned the smoking thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. We got rid of that, you know? Um, I think a lot of people will agree that it's for the better, you know? Um, oh, about gun culture. I, I don't know. To me, just personally, there's something that seems really morbid and, and uh, disturbing about gun, being, having a culture surrounded by guns, you know? The, these are things that are made to kill. That's what they're for. Right, that's what they're for. And yet, unless you want it for target practice, okay, if you want it for target practice... Then you don't need bullets. Then you don't need to own... Well, first of all, yeah, you don't need bullets. Um, they could be a BB gun. They, they could, could be, be BB, BB guns, guns, you know? It's true, you could be BB guns. And in addition, you could also just use... You could just go to the target, just have them at a target range, and that's it, you know? I think there was somebody that wrote a, a, an open letter or something like that I read online recently where they were talking about how they were in the Army. and In the Army now. And he was using these kinds of, well, obviously a military-style weapon, but it's not like those guys were allowed to take them from where they were doing target practice or from the base or anything like that and carry them around in their public lives it would stay on that that wherever they were training, you know? Um, and why, if you want it for, like, target practice, just leave it at the target range or something like that, you know? <laughs> Wherever it is, you know? Um, what you're saying. Uh, if you really place that much emphasis and importance on guns, then I do think you have a problem, actually. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust anybody to own a gun who, uh, who places that much importance on guns, actually, you know? Right. That's why I said it seems like a, a morbid idea to want to have to own all these guns. You know, it's it it really seems it totally unnecessary. And so that's what I know? mean by it, it's it lack it's a lack of sophistication to, you know. Yeah, but I just feel like one might argue with you on. I mean, one could argue that these are sophisticated is, weapons. No, no you, know? you know why? So you can no, say that I, there would, isn't I would argue. Are you? I would argue that violence and brutality is a very base. Uh, animalistic I know, kind of behavior, actually, like to to derive pleasure from essentially killing, which is what guns do, is a very animalistic and and uh, and you know I know, but pred- you, you can uh, say very that animalistic base kind of behavior that is, I would say, the opposite of sophistication. Okay, but you could say that about, but one could have an interest in the physics of how. Guns work, and they. Be, the, what does that have to do with the actual, uh, you know, use of them, utilization of, of guns? You know, that's different, right? right? But also, but if, if that, that same, were, if that were the with case, your same argument, can I just have a word in here for goodness' sake? Uh, with your argument, though, you could just say you could say the same thing about bowling. You know, there's some sort of base. Oh, I'm hitting the pins down. No, you know? that's no fun, that, you know, yeah, that that is totally not the right argument because what I just said is. Deriving pleasure from killing, from violence, hitting a bowling that's ball not, against pins is not violent. You know, I know, but it's animalistic in a sense. It's more kind of base. No, pleasure, Max, you know? Max, that is really a bad argument, counter argument. You know, it's, it's like, not. You're, the, the, no, people, I'm just saying you're basically your verbiage is not great. Is what I'm what saying. You, my verbiage was just totally acceptable. The the only reason. 
why there's quote unquote gun culture is because people like to hunt essentially that's why they have guns okay um but you're saying the, and, animalistic and cunt, or you're cunt, saying your base pleasure you're saying it's an unsophisticated pleasure i'm saying, I'm saying bowling is I'm not a, it's, a, it's not necessarily a sophisticated Max, pleasure you oh know? my god first of all it is kind of sophisticated in the sense that a lot of geometry is required uh it's true in in bowling so that is a bad example first of all um but it's not but that, when you're bowling, do you use geometry? No, but Max, yes, you do. I do use geometry. You want to line yourself up correctly. You want to know, uh, you use physics, actually. Nikki, you could say that about guns. You no, have to line yourself up correctly. Max, you know? except the, the difference is that death is involved with guns. That's the difference. Okay. If, if guns didn't cause you, death, then I would say even if it were a basic uh, sort of pleasure that you're receiving from it. We get basic that, pleasures that, from a lot of things. Why are you not listening? Even though, even if it's a basic... Pl- I know, exactly. That's my point, is that it's, it's, no, so, that it's so unsophisticated in the sense that it's you're receiving pleasure actually from something so basic as killing. That's the problem with it. That's what makes it so unsophisticated. I know, but what I'm saying is it's not necessarily in someone's human nature to want to kill. That's not a basic instinct, actually. Actually, I do think that that is a basic instinct of animals. To want to kill? That's to not, want to that is, feed on your prey. Yeah. That, Nikki, that is so incorrect. That's why there's predators. There's certain animals that are predators. There's certain animals that are scavengers. And there's certain animals that... Uh, Exactly, you know, and those humans that want to kill other animals are predators. Okay, but you're still getting wrong in saying animalistic because that is not necessarily an innate thing in all animals to want to kill. I know, Max, you're you're not you're taking the word animalistic in a very literal sense. That's not the yeah. right. You're not, it, Max. You're not saying. You're also, not suing, you're, you're not. You're not. Basically, my argument with that you here you're is doing, you're, you're, now you're really splitting hairs, actually. Okay, but, but, but over the word, use of the word animalistic, that's not the, you're not arguing the right thing here. No, you're not arguing the I right thing. No, you keep saying, say, you're saying, oh, it's not good because it's not sophisticated. That I don't think is a good argument, actually, because somebody can derive, as you say, base pleasure from something. And like okay. everything, like a lot of other things, you derive base pleasure from. Okay. But those things, I, and it's fine, you know. I, so your I, argument, I, I, what you're I'm saying, is not a cavi- good thing. I'm adding the caveat that it's it barbaric. has to do with it's barbaric because it's animalistic and barbaric. By the way, in my opinion, are somewhat synonymous, actually. Um, and so it's barbaric to want to derive pleasure from death. I would say, wouldn't you say that? And and so, like, if you watch, okay, you know, people people but, used to what you're people saying, used to honor okay, okay but great then, swordsmen. People people used to honor like okay. I know I know Game of Thrones is a fantasy but, world. But what you're saying it, you're it, saying it I'm kinda, adding it, it, the caveat game, that should be your argument know, then, and not the sophisticated part. No, that's what you were originally arguing. That's what I'm saying. For. It's, it's I don't think so, that's what I'm saying is it's so unsophisticated that people are actually deriving pleasure from death. That's how unsophisticated it is. I know, but Nikki, people derive pleasure from sex. That's not sophisticated. I mean, I know, right, but I guess you Max, could be sophisticated about it. You're not it, hurting but. anybody with that, though. I know, but I just don't think your argument about using the words. Basically, you're trying to back up the fact that you used the word sophistication before, and I don't think that that you should just say, "Okay, I should take that part back." But what I do mean is this. I don't know. Maybe you're right, but. I do think that there should be an attempt to be more civil, and if if civility means sophistication in 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 a certain sense, then I do think that I use the word sophistication correctly. Uh, in, you mean in the sense that uh, we are unlike, you know, other animals on on the planet. We are. We un- have sophisticated minds, right? Exactly. That have an understanding of. The idea that killing is wrong. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, you just, we're not explaining yourself very well. Well, okay. Well, this is why we t- have a discussion about it. So, in a sense, you know, 
This is why there are vegetarians in this world. And I'm not saying... Well, not all vegetarians are doing it because they don't like... Actually, and here's you the know, thing, Nick, I, you're I, not a vegetarian, I'm, so... Hey, but, you, but the difference is you're not... You're saying if I can get the meat somewhere else, I mean, unfortunately, the animal has to be killed. Human. But... But but what you're saying is um, I don't you're not deriving pleasure from the act of the killing right exactly you're, you're deriving pleasure from the food that it provides. In fact, you know, this past the past few days I've been really getting into Mister Rogers, Fred Rogers. I mean, he was really like the nicest guy ever. It, he was almost inhuman. It was like almost like he was flawless in a way. He was. Yeah, he was, I was reading. A I know, bit but of it. Max, a that, that that's the context of the time, but. Um, he was just, he was very progressive, especially for the times actually. And he did it in such a way that didn't hit, uh, hit you over the head with it. He tried to be very, as inclusive as he possibly could for the times that he, during the time that he was popular. And, um, he tried to be inclusive as far as other races go. And, um, he normalized it. He normalized it he in such a way that somebody, he didn't point it out, actually. Right, and, that and was I the think cool that thing. was a cool thing about it was because in not pointing it out, he normalized it and made it uh, seemingly uh, well, he made a, it, a non-issue. He made it a non-issue, exactly. Um, which is very ingenious of him, actually. But I, I wanted to talk about Almost it because subtle, he's doing it in a subtle way to show that, hey, he everyone was, is equal. You he know? was very soft-spoken. But also, as he, everyone is special, too. Okay, <laughs> but he's very soft-spoken, and the way he talked, anytime you heard him talk, he would just bring you a tear to your eye. He wrote, he was a very good composer. He wrote all the music to his, his shows. Um, he was just a really great person, and actually, I read up that uh, in the early 80s, he became vegetarian because he... Could he even said he could no longer live with himself, knowing that he was harming another living creature? That's how nice of a person he was, and how I would say sophisticated he was. Um, that he he went to such lengths to want to see beauty in everything, and to show the beauty in everything uh, that harming even another living creature, even if it wasn't human, was was bad you know and he was a religious guy too um but he studied theology in addition to music he studied music composition in college and he also studied theology he was an ordained minister actually um Uh, but he was actually really except he was um so he, he he basically i think if we can learn one thing from mr rogers is uh see we we just have to learn from one each one another everyone is special and um I think if you're if if anything is coming causing harm to anybody who is unique and every and that includes everybody because everybody is unique, then we should reconsider those things that is ca- are causing harm to. And one why another. not? Tr- why if it's not going right after a few years, why not try? You know, why not make guns illegal? See what happens. And it's like green eggs and ham. You know, it's like. Okay, people don't, don't try knock it. Don't knock it until anymore. you try it. You know, it's like why not make them illegal? See what happens. Hey, if it doesn't work, at least we tried. Right now, what what's going on right now is definitely not working. Keeping them, keeping all everything legal right now is not working. So try making them illegal. If it does work, people will accept it eventually. That you know they'll people will accept the idea that these things are no longer legal, you know? I mean, well, also, it might take a little bit of time. But just so you know, like the, the NRA spokesman person, spokeswoman uh, for the NRA, she was speaking on a lot of these things yesterday, actually. And she was talking about how she's like, I think things should be done about, she was basically saying that the semi, she wasn't saying semiotics should be illegal or anything, but she was saying that, uh, I mean, this is kind of a bad, it was kind of a good thing in a way, but she was saying this person clearly had all the red flags, you know, to not be able to buy this gun. Um, and she was, but she was avoiding the fact that she, this person who was 18 only could buy this gun. But it's not just that. Some people don't have red flags and they could, you know, use these guns. We don't, there's not a lot of people that, 
Basically, I, if I were arguing against her, I'd be like, okay, so then would you be down for strict background checks? And none of these people at these, these you know, meetings were talk, saying that to her. And I was like, why don't you say that? So basically what you're saying is you would, you would advocate for strict background checks so that to make sure that somebody who is in good mental standing uh, has to own a gun. And nobody was saying that. She was, she was basically saying this person had a lot of red flags who, who caused this mass shooting recently and therefore shouldn't have been able to buy the gun. And I, I then was thinking why to myself, did Trump I was thinking take of my, away the Obama. Right. Uh, then why re, did Trump? Why did take, he repeal the Obama uh, initiative to, um, you know, have prevent prevent people with un- mentally mental health issues from purchasing guns? Right. And in addition, well, this was the NRA spokesperson. That seems very hypocritical, actually. Right. You know, and then so even of Trump, who's said who's tweeted about that. You right. Know? So if that's the case, then you shouldn't have any problem with strict background checks to check somebody's mental stability. Uh, because you would really want, if you were, if you cared to, if it was just about, oh, that person has red flags, then, then that's proof positive. Then you shouldn't care that there should be a strict background check on that person, you know, uh, which there aren't, you know, and, and it's just ridiculous who, to me. Who did I, I hear uh, saying It's just this, so yeah. hypocritical, you who know. Who did I hear uh, recently say this, like, you know, we there we test people uh, on on driving. You know, they have to pass a test in order to be able to use a car, uh, and they have to study up on it. They have to know all the right answers and know how to drive in order to be licensed to drive. Like they have to prepare for right. it. With guns, there's no such test. There's no. Uh, there's no. There's no. Uh, classes that somebody is required to take before actually being allowed to purchase a gun and being a gun owner. It's just, right. there's nothing, you know? And and in some states, you're not required to register your gun, too. It, it It's just, yeah, you should be, like, if if that, if there's all these stipulations to owning a, and and using and running a car and driving a car, then there should be that and then some for owning a gun, you know, even more actually. Um, so yeah. Is there I, any other every, points that you're saying? Yeah, I, I just, every time I see somebody from the opposition, which is those who are in favor of gun ownership, um, I always, there's always something so easily uh, refutable, refutable that uh, again, you know, that, that counters what they say, you know, it's, it's, they, they, all of their arguing points just have to do with something so emotional and in the sense that they don't, there's no, uh, there's no logical way of, of, of arguing for guns. I think it's just more like they don't want their tradition and quote unquote culture taken away. And that I have a problem with. They don't seem to care enough about the lives of others you know, if people really did care about uh, people, you know, not being, you know, these mass shootings not uh, being so continuous and so uh, frequent, then I think they would really consider some stricter gun control. You know, it, it would just, it's so simple, you know? Right. I mean, at the very least, you know? At the very least. But I you mean, know what? Sometimes people can seemingly, you know, have passed maybe a, te- let's say we did have gun control. Um, or let's say we had strict background checks, you never, and somebody passed, you know, you know, that test or whatever it was to pass. A serial killer could easily pass, you know? Well, that's why you need to go under, I feel like you should go under very strict psychological evaluation because a lot of trained psychologists can, can recognize somebody that, uh, are antisocial. Uh, and what I mean by that is they're, they're actually, uh, well, you know, psychotic, you know, that they have a lot of anti, so I don't mean like you're not, you're, you know, um, uh, what's the word? You're uh, shy just, or timid or and you're not very good in social situations. I mean, antisocial in the psychological sense, which is, um, you know, somebody that can see on, ostensibly be outgoing, uh, gregarious and outgoing and nice, but, uh, actually be an insane person. Right. Um, that that's psychological evaluation. I would say, I can, would say can that usually, somebody who is think, antisocial doesn't mean they're insane. That, 
Right. I, I should, I, I should, uh, well, that's not true. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Um, no, no, I, I just checked it out. Yeah. Just to be sure. But antisocial is somebody that doesn't, uh, is somebody that is devoid of, uh, certain instincts that, that are innate that one would have amongst, you know, members of society. They don't feel any remorse for doing something wrong. It's somebody that doesn't really know the difference between right and wrong. But, but, but oftentimes somebody who is antisocial, uh, does, they might recognize what society thinks is right and wrong. And so might act ostensibly like that, but on their core, they, they do things that are wrong or what we consider wrong because they can't help it. They, actually. they can't help. They, they actually on an, an internal level don't recognize that it is wrong. Or well, right, they don't, you know? they, they, they don't recognize it internally enough that they, they can't prevent themselves from acting upon those, that antisocial behavior. Right. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like I think you, you know, there's been interviews with him where he was aware that, well, this was wrong. But it was wrong, but he did it anyway because he couldn't help himself. Well, you know? that seems a little bit more of a compulsive nature. I, I don't really quite know, actually. I'm thinking more of like uh, the main character of American Psycho, for instance. You know, he seemed like a well-to-do person, and probably he obviously maintained a good uh, uh, reputation in okay. his circle, but he was antisocial in the sense that he wasn't, he killed and he didn't feel any remorse for that, you know, whereas Jeffrey Dahmer actually felt bad about what he was doing, you know? Right. Interesting. Um, we're obviously diverging. Okay. So anyway, you, the point what I was no, trying no, to make is, wait. you know, uh, <laughs> the point I was making is I, you know, if, if some, I just don't quite understand. It actually, would why be, wouldn't you want to have a strict background check? But if for actually, somebody, and also, oh, by the way, I, I was going to say that, somebody, think, somebody who, uh, who maybe passes that exam, maybe something traumatic happens in their life after that. Sure. And they still can own a gun. You, you know, know you never it's know. It's the same thing with like, like that's why it's such it's, a dangerous it's thing. It's the same thing with uh, driving, actually, even. I sure. see, I know some people who might be too old, they have their driver's license, so they're technically licensed to drive, but I don't think it's safe for them to actually be driving sure. on the, on, on the sure. roads. It's, they, they might be too old, they're, they don't have all their wits about them and, it's just, yeah, it, it would be safer if they didn't drive, actually. Um, I think the same goes for guns, you know? Um, it's just it, basically what I... Basically, it, we do basically, need, car, basically we need this, cars to get around. We do need cars just because otherwise our society wouldn't function, We need cars actually, to get though. around, but we don't we need don't guns We don't ever need at guns. All. We, we don't, don't need, guns, need at all. guns at all, you know? Um, there's just, just no... Now, one person, one might argue, look, you know, somebody just a, a simple handgun, somebody might argue... They want to protect themselves. They want to protect themselves, and they... If that's the case, then you really should... Uh, you should be, you know, go through some background check, nevertheless. I mean, I guess on some level, I can understand that, but in the last type time we talked about gun control, we did, you know, talk about how, um, you know, what if you got a stun gun, you know, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, maybe a stun gun. I don't know. There's, there's just ways... That, yeah, just guns are just bad, you know? They're just... I mean, but then what if somebody else had a gun, but then that person would likely not have a gun if they were made illegal? Although, would they? I mean, one could argue, okay, well, what if somebody got it from, I actually like, a, do think that if you view guns as a positive thing, then you're kind of crazy, actually. I think that's sort of antisocial in a way. That's why I'm saying. It's a little bit disturbing. It's, it's distur- disturbing. It's a disturbing thing to... Uh, hear people talk about guns in in a positive light, right? Like as guns, if the, guns are meant to kill. That's what they're for, right? And in fact, the Second Amendment is there because it's uh, they're saying we it's need to be, they for, need to have we need to have it in case of a need for a militia. It's there it's for, in case emergency. for emergency. It's, it's emergency. not it's not like the the forefather our forefathers are saying. Oh, we need it there because people enjoy guns, and so we need it. We need people know, to allow yeah. them to keep their right to so enjoy So really, this these whole things. idea of gun culture is disturbing. It, yeah, it is disturbing. disturbing it because is. gun culture, you know, signifies that people enjoy guns on a, a level beyond protection. And right. that's, that's very disturbing. It's disturbing. And I think Because these things are, they are made 
to kill. And like, that's pe- what they're made to I do. I think people who actually view guns in a positive light, I think they don't. They shouldn't own guns. Those, right. More than anybody else, those people, more than anybody else, should be the people who should not be allowed to have guns, you know? Right. I, I think mean, like, I, some people argue out I there think like, the only- well, you don't understand gun culture because you're not from the Midwest or you're not from parts of the country that have guns, you know, gun culture. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, that's- please explain to me how it is ever a positive thing. I mean, that's not just... That's exactly the same thing that I just... That's That's what I was saying. It's... Like, we're not from the Midwest or the South where, like, the South where slavery was once, you know, popular and people tried to hold on to that tradition for a long time and even segregation for a long time until eventually, very slowly, it finally became illegal and uh, antiquated. And I think that's what's going to happen with guns. Um, I think it's just going to take some time, unfortunately, for a large part of our population to understand that um, because people are stubborn and they don't want their they don't want to feel like their rights are being taken away I think that's like also what's at the core of this issue is people don't want to feel like their rights are being taken away um, and I think that was the maybe the deal with slavery actually is people didn't want to feel like their rights were take being taken away and I think it doesn't matter what that right is they just there's something people react negatively when any kind of right is be take, being taken away from them, when any part of their quote unquote freedom is being taken away from them. Um, right. I think, yeah, that's true. Um, and so, but I think the problem with that it, is that you're taking, it. you're taking, because you're, you're allowing, I mean, just to hammer in the point, because you don't want your freedom to be taken away from you. You're taking away the freedom of life, actually, from others. Yeah, and that's the problem. Um, now, I, I wanted to just talk two more points before we end this episode. Uh, it's kind of a good thing. Some people are finally seeing the light. One of the largest uh, Republican donors, he's donated uh, hundreds of million dollars to, to Republican uh, candidates' cam- campaigns. His name is Albert Hoffman. Um, and he has gone on record. He said that he will discontinue any funding for the Republican Party until he sees that, until he actually sees in his lifetime that semi-automatic and automatic weapons, just any weapons of that create these mass shootings uh, are banned. And so uh, I think that's a good thing. That's, I think that, will provide some sort of initiative, I think, for the Republican Party because that's to, actually to that, kind of rethink their whole And that's the problem about the whole... the, And that's actually maybe even the bigger issue here that we haven't discussed yet, actually, is how corrupt it all is, how tied guns are to... Lobbyists. To, and, no, how tied guns are to our government. And that's, that's, that's the most uh, immoral thing, actually, out of all this, is that... Uh, the NRA lobbies so much. They, they're fun. You know, a lot of uh, politicians, their fun money is tied to, uh, you know, lobbyists that want to keep guns completely legal, just hundred percent all the way through. You know, and they're tied. They receive funds from the NRA. You know, and that's really that's so unethical. You know, I mean, yeah, and it's not just that. There's a lot of issues. There's this is why I think we got to take as a lot of, you know, a lot of progressives are saying right now, we got to take the money out of politics. Yeah. It's really important for us to uh, kind of see more grassroots campaigns happens like like the like one Bernie that Sanders. Bernie Sanders ran because it can be successful. And um, I know it, that is something that was really particularly uh, encouraging to see uh, that he got that much. Uh, uh, he got that so, much hype, actually. On a grassroots campaign, and he wasn't, you know, getting funded by all these and almost grassroots campaign, almost grassroots campaign. Um, but yeah, we got to take the money out of politics because I think when we actually really, and I don't know if that's ever going to be accomplished, but if but we can we get closer money to politi- when we take the money out of politics, I, I think, think we'll issues, get. A clo- I think issues like gun control will, will become be quickly, non-issues. It will be quickly resolved. It will be quickly resolved. I um, think people will start thinking with their. There would be no. 
there will be no yeah people will start thinking with their logic heart their heads and their hearts rather than with their greed and selfishness right um, right right we shouldn't we shouldn't have to depend on people like albert hoffman to fund uh, our candidates campaigns you know it should be you know i mean i guess he's just a donator and you know if there's no a donor sti- uh, yeah if there's if there's no stipulation behind donations then well that's that's okay that would be grassroots no that that's the whole point about super PACs like right I mean it's legal but people are trying to say that it shouldn't be because you can't give that people that have so much money yield the most power and that's the problem you know well I you're right you're right there should be a limit to how much yeah, money Nikki, that's a that was well, a huge issue I know, you know but in it's not just elections. that I, I think it's it's easy to say we got to take the money out of politics because you can't do it completely or else how are you going to get the names out there you know I think well no grassroots campaigns exactly grassroots campaigns when you say when we say take the money out of politics we mean take big money out of comp, out of the you know right right exactly um of the politics now one last top thing I want to talk about was why is it now more than ever that these mass shootings are happening more frequently, more frequently than ever? It's it's kind of a hard. Yeah, that is an interesting nut to to swallow. No, that no, sorry to unscrew. It's a it's a hard. I don't know, you're the a, one who said it's it. It's a it's a tough cookie. It's a it's tough to bite into. I don't know. Well, whatever the right expression is, it's, well, I think part of it is, I think now more than ever, the NRA has an influence on our politics. That's a big issue. I mean, well, also why, I mean, I don't know. Actually, I think it's also that our country is so divided. I think that somehow has to do with it. Um, somehow. Well, I don't know. I don't, why mass shootings happen more often now. I don't don't know. know. I think it's also, you know, we somehow have created more access. There have been we've created more access. You know, gun gun sellers have created more access for people to buy guns. I think that's just why. You know, people also might. I think it might have been a lot harder just to find a place to buy a gun back in the day. I think you know? we've somehow made it easier to to own a gun. You know, um, we made it, and, and well, that's, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 emphasizing that. I'm reinforcing what you just said. It's. It's crazy. We, I mean, we should It's not the laws that have made it easier. It's that just, you know, the, the technology, people, the technology and the way to buy things, you know, it, we can just buy them at, you know, a Kmart, you know, that's a problem. Or Walmart. That, that's a big, big problem. You know, I mean, we should not be, we should be progress, progressing in such a way that makes it harder for people to buy these kinds of weapons. Um, and that is unfortunately not the case. When Columbine happened, it was such a big deal, you know, because that didn't happen very often. In the past year, there have been something like 18 mass, mass shootings. shootings at schools, at, at schools. Right. Which is too many, is, is 18 too many, you know? Um, now, I mean, that's something so stupid that Trump was saying, we got to provide our teachers with guns. And, you know, as a teacher, as somebody who has been a teacher, I would not want that responsibility. Well, it's like, not just that. And, he, and then he, he, you know, tried to, re, you know, rectify his comment by saying, uh, no, I mean, the people that are trained <laughs> that have had experience. You know what? First of so all, many many teachers, first of all, many, many teachers haven't been in the military. Second of all, yeah, if you and, were in the military. Colbert, Colbert actually, you know, brought up a good, I mean, made a funny joke, which was like, Oh, yeah, so now not only do you have bullets flying in one direction, you have bullets flying in all directions, so that makes your children feel very safe. You know, it's like, what kind of stupid thing is that to and say? Also, a lot of military, former, a lot of veterans, or there's a good amount of veterans who suffer from PTSD, who knows under, under what, what could be their triggers, what, what their stress triggers are. If you're teaching a class and you have a gun near you and you get, you're put under anxiety or, or stress um, because of your class not behaving well. You know, who knows how that that person with some kind of PTSD might react? They might some it might trigger something in them to want to shoot these kids. Uh, who knows? We can't trust. We just can't trust it. You know, we can't. It's it's just 
you know, it's bonkers. Anyway, uh, as usual, you know, Trump's statements are not meant right, to be right, taken right. seriously. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting also, Max, you read this uh, a couple days or ago. Or no, they, rather, he intends them to be taken seriously, but we as our country oh, have, I mean, if you known, li- if, have realized not if you to, watch some of the video not to take or, or anything to some, If you watch some of the video or listen to some of the audio of Trump talking in general about any issue, it's really preposterous. It's it's like a comedy. It straight up seems comedic, you know? He says words he says words like words that I would use when I'm talking to friends, like whatever, you know? Right. Um which just doesn't seem very presidential in my opinion. But well when you when you think of somebody speaking in a serious on a serious issue, you don't really want to come off as somebody that is you know thinking of these things on the spot and and taking them lightly actually. and taking them lightly by using a word whatever you know uh it it you just seems like that there's no you know uh, it's just seems undignified you know um but also max you were looking up something that there's never been a female mass shooter yeah why I, is that I, yeah that is kind how of how is thing, that uh, right? how is that you know i mean that's Especially in recent history, there hasn't been a, ever a, a female mass shooter um, in this country. It's why is that? I I, I can't really uh, understand that. I can I can theorize or I can I can analyze that issue. Um, you know, I, I guess I I don't know actually. It's it's maybe there's something about that Y chromosome that that triggers an extra amount of aggression on the part of a male. Um, that makes them more susceptible to being uh, being crazy enough to actually shoot a you know a mass of people. Um, who knows? I, I don't really know the science behind it, and I don't. But I think we got to understand that a little bit more. Well, I, I guess it says of be- all the mass shootings. This is an article. Uh, of all the mass shootings since 1982, there have only been three by women. Oh, really? There actually have been female mass shooters. Um, but it's very few and in between. And I mean, there shouldn't be any actually, but why is it that most of them are male? That's very, very peculiar. And I think we need to understand the psychology of that a little bit more, maybe not just the psychology, but the actual, um, science behind it, you know, not, not that psychology is in a science, but, um, well, no, that's a thing. Uh, this article is saying that, it happens so infrequently with women that it's something that hasn't been studied, actually. Yeah, we got to study that more uh, on not just a psychological basis, but on a biological and physiological basis, too. Like, what is what is it about men that makes them more susceptible to be, being crazy enough to want to well, kill a it, large amount of people at once? It is interesting because there obviously clearly have been, you know, uh, women that have killed in, in our society, but... Is there uh, amount of t- testosterone that has to do with it? I mean, who knows? Right. What is it? What is it? I it wonder. It's interesting. I mean, um, why is that? that is, is, are men more susceptible to some kind of mutation in their genetic makeup that causes this to, to happen, you know, or um, that triggers this kind of thing? Who knows? I don't, I don't know, and we should study this, I think. This is something that should be studied. I mean, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Huh. Anyway, uh, the point is, the, the idea that, this isn't studied, all the more reason why guns should be made illegal. Because we don't know enough about the science of, of people, you know, and the psychology of people. Well, I mean, we don't, you could say that about a lot we, of but things. We know, yeah. But we don't know enough about the psychology of people to risk the deaths of, or risk the lives of so many other people, you know, essentially. And, uh, and what I mean by that is we should not have guns in this world. Just not just in this country, but not it, we shouldn't have guns in this world. I don't like that ending. It just seemed kind of inarticulate a little bit. Okay. Well, why don't you try to end it? Well, in conclusion... No, 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 no. Why? That sounds so conclusive. Well, it is conclusive. We're concluding this I know, uh, but subject. in conclusion? I mean, come on, that doesn't seem natural. Well, to conclude... Well, first of all, I do. I want to say that if you disagree with us at all, because we have made some controversial remarks in this episode, please 
we open up the forum for you to, to disagree with us. Post a comment on our SoundCloud, on iTunes, on our website, and show your frustration or disagreement with us. If you know us personally, give us a call and, and tell us why you disagree. You know, we're not always right in what we say. We might not always be educated enough on the subject, but I do know my feelings about this subject, and they're very strong. And usually I'll say that all subjects are gray. Um, and I, I guess this is a gray issue as well, but this more than any other subject in my life is a black and white t- topic in that I think guns should be illegal. I just think all guns should be illegal. Um, I'm not usually that all or nothing about something, but that I, this is how I feel about guns. Right. Um, there's just too much associated with guns that are that are negative, you know, and I don't see, in fact, I don't see any positive things that have to come out of guns except for target practice, in which case they don't need actual bullets. You don't need actual bullets, and also you actually don't need to own a gun, you know? People like going hunting. I, I mean, I guess, like, you know, I think you should be willing to sacrifice that quote-unquote sport I mean, for the for the right, I actually, sake of other people's lives. I personally, I personally don't see anything positive coming from hunting either. Actually, although there is maybe on an innate level, you feel like you've. I mean, again, it's using a gun actually, so you're already at you're already given an advantage actually over the animal. If you really wanted to see prove your your worth as some sort of you know being or something like that, then you should be <laughs> you should be able to conquer that animal without the gun actually you know because uh, then you would really feel like you've accomplished something but when you're a, you have a gun it's like what sport is that you know congratulations you kid you killed an animal that didn't have a weapon you know i know and um, you did and you weren't even close you weren't even close to them to kill it right that sounds like a wimp actually somehow a wimp actually you know congratulations you hit a target and in order for you to hit that target, or and the consequence of you hitting that target was something died. That seems pretty morbid, you know. It's disturbing, actually. But I, I can or, yeah. I can maybe understand somebody's desire to want to feel not protected. De- I should say it's not a desire. I mean, it's not people don't want to have to own a gun, or people don't want to own a gun. Well, some, some people, people feel do. like it's necessity, though. Some people no, but do. I know, but some people will argue. Even Bill Maher, who's you know very he's a pretty progressive guy, he's like, look, I want to be able to own a gun. I I don't like that I have a gun, but I feel like I need to, you know, especially for protection. He for protection. He's he also feels he's a celebrity, and especially he also runs a very controversial show. He feels like he could be at you know he he's he's a target. He's a target in a way. With that said, though, uh, I don't know if all guns were illegal. Would he even need that gun, you know? Or, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's a that's an that's an issue that it's hard hey, to. Some of the most respected artists, politicians, humanitarians, etc., have suffered as a result of there being guns. Right, John Lennon, Gandhi, Maybe. Abraham Lincoln. You know, I mean, Abraham a, Lincoln. Uh, I mean, these things are designed to kill. That's what they're my, for. We can't stress that enough. They're they're designed to kill. Why do we need something in existence that is designed to kill as uh, for regular citizens and regular civilians to own? That doesn't make sense to right. me at all. Um, but mean, hopefully we can make better sense out of this in especially the coming when, uh, yeah. months, you know? I mean, as I said before, I can kind of understand a little bit. No, I know, but Max... Just and on a personal level, I'm just trying to grasp if there is a better argument for why somebody shouldn't have a... Basically, they're they're leading their their life with fear. Is a gun having a gun? Is that helpful to them? You know, I'm just wondering if it actually has ever been helpful for them. You know, I have a friend that had argued once that, you know, her mother heard somebody come into the house, and she had a handgun and she just cocked it. You know, and even the sound of that, she you know she heard the person flee. Whether or not that person was, if she was hearing things, she's not sure if that, that there was actually even a person there. Uh, but she did feel somewhat protected, and she said, look, I don't like guns, 
but and I even known the person, you know, these people who their child had picked up their gun and so, they ch- uh, killed themselves. I think with it. people have to concede this at least. First of all, we should make all semi-automatic automatic weapons illegal, and second of all, there should be very very strict. Uh, background checks to own a simple handgun. Right. And I just also think if you got a family and you have a gun in the house, I, I just, that is scary. A scary really thought goes to 90210. Me. It's a scary thought to me that Scott Scanlon, unless you had some sort of really, I feel like if you were allowed to buy a gun in that case, you have, you have to like go through a ba- an extra background check to make sure that you, it's stored in a place that your children have no way of accessing, you know? That's the tricky thing. Is and, like, and that's the thing. In that if case, if, 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 if that's, that's the case, the case it's going to take you too long to even gain access yourself. Uh, if, if no, your kid- well, there could be a way, you know, you know, you might be able to do that, you know, but not, that's, you might be able to just even just press in a pass, your password code or something like that, you know? Um, but in, in any event, well, I feel like- let's just, um, Hey, we'll see what happens in the coming months or in the next couple of years. I mean, hopefully it doesn't take that long for some initiative to be to be passed. Um, well, let me just think. If Max, somebody come came on, let's in... end this episode. Come on. All right, Ben. Um, so anything, last thing you want to say to end this episode? I still think people overlook stun guns, you know? Why not use that for protection? Whatever it is, we, we need to see some... Uh, we need to see some restrictions and actual laws put into place to prevent these mass shootings from happening. It's very important and it's probably going to decide our next uh, election this year, actually in 2018, our, our midterm elections and especially our presidential election in 2020. Um, It's going to be a very, very hot topic. So, well, yeah, if, I mean, if it's not, then, Hopefully, actually, we'll have legislation put forth before that, actually. Think about how you want to proceed on that, um, if, it, if, that if it means anything to you at all, who our, our future Congress is led by and who our future presidency is led by. Um, yeah, there you go. Guns, they're not good. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time. <laughs>